Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Today is Thursday, April 21st. U.S. home prices continue to rise faster than a bullet. It's killing the dreams of many homeowners all across America. Inflation is one thing. Trying to keep up with that in your regular life and then trying to keep up with the rising home prices. We'll be looking at the stats when we come back from a national level and then you can compare them to what's happening here in northern Nevada. We'll talk about that and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. The number that people are talking about across the country is $375,300. That is the median home price for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage somewhere across our great country, the United States. You average in all the states, all the counties, all the cities, all the neighborhoods, and the home prices on average, $375,300. That was the most recent median home price stats from the National Real Estate Associations of America. At the same time, mortgage rates are moving up fast as well to new highs we haven't seen in a number of years. They're now just over 5%. Across the country, where are those homes being sold? More and more of them are new homes because existing home sales fell 2.7% last month compared to the month prior. This information has been all over the internet and all over the national publications that talk about real estate, but for some reason the demand still continues to grow and grow. So it is making it tougher for especially first-time homebuyers to get into the market, especially if you're looking at an area like northern Nevada. So there's a lot of 
concern for the young people of Northern Nevada, for the first-time home buyers of Northern Nevada. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I was there myself. I remember when I bought my first home. I lived in a very small town in Colorado, and there were a number of areas around the city that I lived within just 20, 30, 40 miles that were really upscale resort areas, incredibly expensive, beautiful homes, of course, but I knew pretty fast that I couldn't live there. I had to essentially settle for living in an area, a county, a part of the state that maybe wasn't the most desirable, but I had my dreams on being a homeowner, on being self-sufficient, self-reliant, on raising a family. All that involves home ownership. Well, when that becomes the case, you have to settle to a degree. I'm not saying settle bad for good. No, I'm talking about settling for and attaining what you can attain at this particular part of your life, whatever part of your life that is. You see, back when I bought my home, it's so interesting to me. It's like deja vu. Interest rates were approaching their near all-time high, and inflation was rumbling near its all-time high. This was in the early 1980s. I bought my home in 1982. So as a comparison, inflation at that time was running about 6 to 8 9%, just depending on the cycle of those two years. Jimmy Carter was our president at the time. And home values were going up fast as well. And the cost of living was going up. Fuel prices were going up. It was a lot like it is now, only we were starting from smaller numbers. We earned less money, but things cost less. But the the move, the feeling of being in one kind of life in the late 70s at a certain level of income and then moving into the mid-80s, and that income is no way going to be able to support you because things have changed so fast in the last four, five, six years. And it's all because of inflation and the costs of housing up and down, up and down, markets getting bigger, markets getting smaller. I've went through that crash that we had in the early 2000s in western Colorado because of the oil shale boom and bust and uh, have followed housing up and down as well in the 2006 to 2012 route when we saw things totally fall apart. Now I'm seeing things potentially happening much like that again. So with interest rates and with the cost of housing going up continually, I think people really need to understand what they're trying to accomplish. What I'm getting at is this. The median home price across the country in the U.S. is not nearly as high as it is here in northern Nevada. 575000 to $600,000, if you're looking between Reno and Sparks, is the median home price. The U.S. home price, on average, is $375,000. That's $200,000 difference in price. You have to commute. You have to drive. You have to spend more time on the road. Maybe you don't have the choice of people to visit, stores to shop, entertainment, you may not have all of the conveniences of living close to the big city where prices are substantially higher. But like everything else, there is a price for that convenience. And there is a price 
called not owning a home. When you live so close that you can't afford the property where you live and where you associate, you have to do one of two things, and I think you've got to do them pretty fast. You have to raise your level of income so that you can afford, like your contemporaries, in an upscale market, or you have to consider locating yourself to an area where you can afford to live with your contemporaries and maybe a different kind of market. And it may not be that far away, but you have to be realistic as to what you as an individual at any given point in time can afford to live on. What kind of a home? What price of a home? I moved around plenty in my career, in my life, and a lot of it was due to the employment and income opportunities in the different cities and different states where I lived and the cost of living in these different states and cities where I lived. And I had to make calculated decisions to move to areas where I could grow and prosper all the better. And you might get an opportunity to consider that in your life. And if you should, it might be the best, best thing that you ever decided. If not, you might consider that adjustment in your lifestyle that you have to take into consideration. Maybe it's not so much the city, but the neighborhood. Maybe it's not so much the neighborhood, but the size of home. Maybe it's not a few little things that could really make a big difference in your ability to buy a home. I know a lot of people are telling me, Peter, now that median home prices are at 575 thousand to six hundred thousand dollars in northern Nevada, Reno and Sparks, I don't think I'll ever be able to buy a home. And I asked him, I said, Well when did you make that determination at what dollar amount? They said, Well it's right right about when it was hitting five hundred thousand dollars, right when it was about hitting half a million dollars. It was at that point it seemed like it was so far. And now that interest rates have gone up and the costs and prices have gone up and I you know, it's amazing. When when you think about it, on a national level, we're still talking about the national median home price of $375,000 today. So the person I'm talking to that is telling me that they are not able to buy a home now because of inflation, high home prices, interest rates, what they're telling me really is that they cannot afford to buy a home here in this city, in this part of northern Nevada, in this neighborhood. It's because of the expectations of what you expect to get. Of course you cannot buy a home if your budget is $375,000 and the median home prices are $575,000 if you want to stay in the same area as the people that are buying homes in areas that are $575,000. You've really got to get it in your mind, where am I going to live and be able to be self-reliant, self-sufficient, be a homeowner, and actually grow my net worth and income? A couple of stories in the national papers this week, we're talking about rates looming large in the world of housing. Market is hitting its busiest season right now in the spring as the cost of mortgages is going up to the highest it's been in several years. And U.S. housing sales are heating up as usual in the spring. But home sales, they rose so much last year to their highest level since 2006, along with the pandemic, along with consumers' housing interests, priorities, considerations, uh, remote working, and so forth. That is finally starting to stabilize to some degree. But with borrowing rates going up, many people are thinking, I better buy a home before interest rates do get as high as when Peter bought his home back in the early 1980s. Interest rates were running at about 12% for a first mortgage, 16 to 18 for a second. I know that because I had one of each. Wow. It's just unbelievable that rates have been so 
much less since then. However, uh, home prices have been quite a bit less, too. The typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home in those days, in the early 80s, was running somewhere about sixty dollars to $70,000. So the interest rates, yes, they did have a big impact on the payment, but as that number, that principal, that base number, the home price, as that goes up and has gone up so dramatically, the interest rates have even more impact. Even a fraction of an interest rate has interest rate rise or drop has a huge impact on your mortgage today because the numbers are so high. Many buyers have been house hunting for months. When they plan to return to the market after failing to find something better maybe last year, they get into 22, and then what happens? It's really unlikely that it's going to be any more competitive or rather less competitive than last year. In fact, there's looking like there's going to be more people looking for homes because of the um, uh, the fear factor, the risk factor, the fear of losing out factor. And this increase can boost a homeowner's monthly payment, this new higher interest rates. I'm encouraging you to make the right decision before things get really out of hand. It is just amazing the frenzy that it feels like to many people that I talk to. Half of the people I talk to have given up, and the other half, they're stepping on the gas. Some real estate agents, they're saying they might see a decrease in buyer activity in the coming months. But if they do see that, it's probably only going to slightly cool, as he said, the dynamic in hot market. So, you know, even if you have a 25% slowdown in the number of people interested in, sh in shopping for homes and looking for homes and making offers for homes, there's still such a short supply that it's still going to be a challenge. It's just going to be there's less competition, but you can bet there is still going to be plenty of competition. I'm encouraging you to consider all the things we've talked about today and see if today is the right time to get started on becoming a homeowner or buying that next investment property or maybe looking beyond northern nevada if that's where you're listening to us today you can save two hundred thousand dollars by buying the average u.s property as opposed to northern nevada at five hundred seventy five thousand to six hundred thousand dollars median home price what does that really mean and what do you have to take away from this show is this northern nevada is a high-priced market it's a high-priced market. If you're looking to buy a home in northern Nevada, you're looking to buy a home in a high-priced market. If you understand that going in, it won't be such a shock, and you won't be so taken advantage of because you can't afford to buy a home or the right home, the home that you want in northern Nevada because they're so expensive. It's because we are now in a high-priced market. We have been discovered. You can thank the Economic Development Authority of northern Nevada for reaching out to employers and people all across the country saying, hey, move here, move here. We're going to bring businesses. Move here, move here. Everything is inexpensive. Move here, move here. And now suddenly... They've moved here, and they want homes. We are where we are. Take that into consideration. If you need any guidance or consideration of other markets across the U.S. to consider buying a home or investment property, we're happy to talk to you anytime after the show. Give us a call, 775-786-5515. More on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company 
Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Welcome back to our radio show. Glad you're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. The big news of this past week, this past month, has been inflation. The cost of everything is going up so dramatically I'm wondering how we can even afford anything anymore because prices have gone up. It was reported just recently, a 40-year high, 8.5%. In fact, I heard this morning it was now recalculated at 8.9%. That's huge. Just imagine this. If you used to buy an item last year for $100, this year it's going to cost you $108.50 for the same item. That's a lot more money. Some things have gone up even more than that. This is the average of all the general uh, things that you can buy across the country, the general things, uh, that shows that everything is getting out of whack. You look back, way back, to January of 1982. Boy, I remember that. That's the year I bought a house, first time. And I bought my house during the same kind of economy that we're having right now. Of course, the prices were a lot less expensive then than they are now. A typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home in that day was running about $65,000. Interest rates were at around 12% for first mortgages, around 16 to 17 or 18% for second mortgage. I had one of each. So it's like deja vu all over again, looking at what, what is crazy happening. The Labor Department said that the Consumer Price Index, measuring what consumers pay for goods and services, rose in just one month at its fastest annual pace since December of 1981. That's up from the 7.9% annual rate just from from one month ago. Now, there have been six straight months 
of inflation being above 6%. And that's way above the Federal Reserve's average 2% target. Remember when you would hear about things like transitory inflation? The feds were talking about how inflation was going to be around just for a short while, not to worry about it, because it would eventually go away once the supply issues had resolved themselves. But Russia's invasion of Ukraine drove a march, march, huge price of oil and gasoline, and that hit record highs in the past month. Overall, energy prices have shot up more than 11% from just one month ago. Prices for groceries continue to go up. Now, maybe not quite so high, but in just one month, 1.5% from a month earlier. That's 18% per year. Wow. The cost of increases for dining and dining out continue to go up as well. So the so-called core price index excludes the often volatile categories of food and energy. That index alone went up 6.5% in the last month, and that's up from 6.4% the month prior. It's the biggest increase there since 1982. Now, a lot of people just don't have a lot of experience with high inflation. The reality is what it does is it cuts against growth. As the economy bounces back, powered by strong demand, years of low interest rates, government stimulus intended to counter the economic impacts of pandemics and lockdowns and so forth, you know, eventually it starts to take its toll. <clears throat> and I got to tell you, looking back at the early 80s when I was in the home buying process, I too thought about what it was like back then. And it really is like it's happening all over again. Economists and investors all across the country are looking for possible evidence that maybe this inflation surge started way back in 2021, and maybe now it's close to a peak. But one possible sign comes from the monthly change in the core index. It rose 0.3% the last month, and that's the slowest pace in six months. So maybe there is some good news coming up ahead. Uh, maybe not. The key is this. You really have to take care of your personal finances more than ever just to survive. If you want to grow, if you want to prosper, if you want to do things like buying a home, investment property, maybe an upgrade, you really need to be on the ball now more than ever when you take care of your personal finances. I call it the business of me. Ask yourself this question. How is the business of me doing lately? My boss constantly asks me how our radio business is doing. My wife asks me sometimes how my money business is doing. And I'm a beekeeper, so people ask me how my beekeeping is, business is doing sometimes. But the reality is it's all business of me. How am I doing personally? I've run businesses for many, many years, and I always have to keep a tight eye on the financials making sure that my money coming in is not less than my money going out, reviewing all of my expenses and payments to make sure they're accurate on time, make sure that I can't get a better deal elsewhere. Because let's face it, I was running a business. And running a business means you have a lot of lives depending on you. They're depending on you for your support, for your consistency, they need the reliability of income, employment, so that they can take care of their families too. When you're managing 
a budget for a business, you have a lot of people counting on you. It's no different when you manage your personal family budget, the business of me. When you do that, it's not only yourself that you're taking care of, that you're thinking about. It's your immediate family. It's your friends. It's your extended family. It's the people that you work with. It really is about your life. The business of me is about the business of my life. Well, let's face it. There's more to it than money. But you need money to at least have a reliable system of delivery of the basics that you need for you and your family. Food, shelter, and water. Those three things are the most important for everybody. After that, it's almost like a luxury. It's almost a little extra. It's almost living like rich people when you have more than that. And you know, I was reading a book recently, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And he was talking about his book that he had done with a former president. And that book was called Why You Want to Be Rich. I know the answer to that. When you're rich, you feel so much better. When you're rich, you can help other people. When you're rich, you appreciate everything in the world. The culture, the possessions that you have, the connections of people that you have. When you're rich, you may not have very much money. No, you see, because being rich isn't just about having money. Being rich, to me, means having the life that you want. Having a life where you feel successful in the fact that you contribute to the happiness and lives of other people. We want to start with the people that are the most important to us, our family, our friends, our co-workers, but many times we help strangers. We help the universe by producing a great product, by doing great work for others, by helping other people accomplish their goals. That's what we do here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. Even though the prices are high, if the time is right for you to buy a home, then I encourage you to get shopping. Talk to a real estate professional. But you have to understand that you are buying essentially at the top of the market. The latest statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors confirm that. The median home price for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home is $575,000 here in the Reno Sparks area. That's up almost 20% in just one year. It's been going like that for the last few years. There's only been 488 closed sales in the last 30 days. Although that's up substantially from the month prior, it's only really up about 3% from last year. And when homes get on the market for sale, they sell fast. It used to be anywhere from 30, 60, or even 90 days after a home went for sale that it would sell. Now, five days. That's all it takes. So fast. There's so many people wanting to buy homes, so few homes available. I would bet some people are buying homes that they didn't really want, but they think they better buy one because if they don't, they may not get another chance for a while. That's a tough way to be buying a home. Most people, they expect to get when they sell a home 100% of what they're asking for the home, but lately they've been getting even more because people offer more money just for the opportunity of being the homeowner of that particular piece of property. 101.6% is the average list price received here in northern Nevada. Pretty amazing. Sold per square foot, that number keeps going up too. $324 per square foot. That's up over 23% from just 
one year ago. And how much inventory is available? How many months supply? Typically 30, 60, 90 days is a good supply. Right now we have seven tenths of one month available for sale. It's that month's supply. So it's about three weeks worth of supply. If all the homes for sale sold and no, no others came on the market, we'd be out of homes for sale in just three weeks. So it's a tight, tight market. When you're looking to make that decision, make sure you're dealing with a licensed mortgage expert and a true real estate professional, hopefully somebody from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. In just a couple of weeks, we will have Sarah Scatini, president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, joining us for some additional information on the local real estate market in Northern Nevada. We'll have more for you after this quick message. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandy Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working here at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Some home buyers are just getting out of the market. They're deciding to continue to rent, continue to live with friends, move in with mom and dad, anything. But buying a home in today's market is starting to sound like a worse idea day by day because... You're getting so little for so much money. Now, discouraged buyers, they're there because of the bidding wars, the rising home prices, interest rates. But still, across the country and here in northern Nevada, too, when home goes up for sale, multiple offers, quick sales, it all happens. The median existing home price has risen 15% nationally from a year ago. $357,300 is the national median home price in the country when you look all across 50 states. $357,300. That, my friends, is a long way from northern Nevada's median home price. It's $200,000 more to live in northern Nevada than it is to an average place across the country. So if you're struggling to buy a home in Reno, Nevada, Carson City, Sparks, anywhere around our area, there's a good reason for it. High demand. It's one of the top-priced markets in the country. And, you know, at some point, we have to accept that. We have to understand that if you want to live 
here. It's going to cost you more than if you live there. How much more? About $200,000 more in the average cases. You can actually move to other parts of the country and pay more. Heck, even in this state alone, if you move from Reno to Incline Village, you're not talking about half a million. You're talking about millions of dollars or more. So you see, you have to decide not only where you want to live, but where you can afford to live. A lot of folks have challenges separating the actual realities of what you want and what you can afford. In, in every case, in my case for sure, it's different. I want the Taj Mahal, but I cannot afford to live at the Taj Mahal. I want to buy a lot of property in Hawaii, but I cannot afford to buy a lot of property in Hawaii. So I have two choices, suffer and be in despair, complain to others, or I can just make a decision that I'm going to live where I can afford to live, and I'm going to live within my means. It's good philosophy. Some home buyers are stepping totally out of the market. They've had it. You look at the combination of fast rising home prices, higher interest rates, it's really making it not only less affordable, but it's less appealing. And do you really want to go into a big hassle in order to get yourself into big debt, in order for you to struggle to make payments, in order for you to be house rich, and refrigerator food poor? The average rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage was recently as high as 4.16%. And that's up from just over 3% a year earlier. 3%, 4%, hey, they both sound pretty low, right? But we talk about sometimes something called the delta. And delta means how much did something change from the new number as compared to the previous number. So in this case, you're looking at a change of 4.6% up from 3.09%. That sounds like it's just more than 1%, right? So that's the way you can say it. Those, uh, interest rates went up by 1% today. But the reality is interest rates having been at 3.09, now they're at 4.06. The interest rate has actually gone up by more than 33%. More than 33%. Now that number, that will get your attention. A 1% increase doesn't sound like much, but a 33% increase in the interest rate from last month versus this month, that's huge. Could you imagine if it changes again with the same delta? If it goes up from 4%, another 33%, that's going to be more than 5%, and it's going to keep getting bigger. 33% moves are huge moves. So it's real surprising that they are moving this fast, but because of the effort to combat what we are all battling, which is inflation, the Fed says this has to be. Buyers are fighting that when they have to compete in bidding wars, other buyers are offering more to purchase the homes without any repairs or to pay above the value of the home without an inspection. All of that because they need to buy a home urgently and those people that have the capacity and that are willing to take additional risk by offering more than the home is even worth just to get a chance to get into the home, they have the advantage. If you cannot do that, you might want to consider talking to a real estate professional to make sure this might not be a good time to sit on the sidelines for just a little bit and see what's happening.
We look at an example from a, an individual that we're looking to buy down in Las Vegas. We'll call her Elva. And Elva is looking to buy a house. She, be, she moved to Las Vegas, started in another state, started in Idaho, uh, where she had family, didn't find anything under 400 so she decided she moved to Las Vegas. When she got there, she couldn't believe it. Tons and tons of homes for sale, but the prices were unbelievable to her. She is struggling in Las Vegas to find a home, just like she was struggling to find a home in Idaho, and like others struggle to find a home in Utah, in Colorado. I was re there recently, and they're having much the same challenges and issues in the suburbs of Denver that we're having here in northern Nevada. Not enough homes, too many people to buy homes. Suddenly things have changed so dramatically. There are bidding wars in Colorado, and the same things are happening there. Thank goodness we don't have the population numbers to deal with there, but still, our populations are growing tremendously because northern Nevada has been discovered. Once an area has been discovered, it's going to take a major situation for it to be undiscovered. Back in 2012, when the real estate market died and really was struggling in northern Nevada, people weren't even talking about Reno. They were just hoping something would happen good in any part of the country. Well, now... Reno's on the spotlight again because it is a great destination. It is a great place to live. But it's tough to buy a home here now. My recommendation, call your top, top choice of a real estate professional and top, top choice of a mortgage lender. And if they're honest with you, they'll tell you, is this the right time or is this not the right time to purchase a home? Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. 
I'm talking to a lot of young people, too, helping them get started in purchasing their first home. I find that sometimes young people want to purchase a home because it's the trendy thing to do. Your friends are doing it. Your family's asking you about it. And, you know, maybe you're not happy with your rental situation. Sounds real familiar to me. I've been there. Sometimes uh, it seems like it was just yesterday. But it does happen. And so I want to offer some guidance to the young people that are looking to buy a home but can't pull the trigger right now. Today is a good chance that you will improve your lifestyle just by looking at how you live. You may not be able to buy a home right now, but you may be able to start to accelerate the savings that you need for a down payment on a home. You may be able to accelerate your efforts to improve your credit score and your credit history so that you can not only have more money, but have the opportunity to get lower interest rates and more value for your mortgage package because you have a great credit score. I'm talking about reducing your debt. This is a great time to start paying things off that you can pay off, to start saving money instead of paying interest rates, interest credit cards, interest on loans. Instead of that extra money you're paying to those lenders, that extra money could be going into your own personal savings account, retirement account, wherever you have your investments. At the very least, you will live better because isn't really that the objective. When you buy a home, you are going to live better. You're going to enjoy living better. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be a happier person. You're going to be able to help other people more because you have taken care of yourself first, which is what we all have been trained to do. You go on an airplane, you're going to fly someplace, they talk to you about the oxygen masks. What do they tell you? Put your mask on first and then assist your child or other people that need help. And you know the reason for that? If you don't have your mask on first, you'll lose coherence. You won't be able to help other people. They're saying the same thing in the airline industry that I'm saying to you today. Take care of yourself first so that you can help other people next. I'm talking about your credit score. I'm talking about your finances. I'm talking about your ability to purchase a home. Sometimes we have doubts about our abilities to do things, including purchasing a home. I would bet there's some people that are looking to purchase a home, can't pull the trigger. They think it's because they can't find the house. They think it's because the price is too high. They think it's from the interest rates. But the reality is it might be they may not have the confidence to pull the trigger because they know once they buy a house, they are responsible for the yard maintenance, the lawn maintenance, the roof maintenance, the insurance the upkeep, the snow removal, the inspections, the repairs, you're, you're responsible for everything in one way, shape, or form when you buy real estate. When you're a renter, all you have to do is call your landlord, issue your complaint, and it's up to them to fix it. They have to fix it. You have a contract. You have a lease. So if you're not sure that you're ready to buy a home, you may be holding yourself back in that final purchase by just not conditioning yourself to be a homeowner. What's the best way to do that? Have a great rental situation. Ask yourself, am I managing this rental property properly? Am I in charge of the rent? Am I paying the rent on time? Am I doing everything I can to keep this property well-maintained to my abilities and to my responsibility? Do I have a clean house? 
Is my closet organized? Is my cupboard space clean? Is my house clean? Have I taken it, taken care of it like it's my own? If you're confident that you're taking care of your rental home just like it's your own, there's a pretty good chance you can make it as a homeowner once you buy the home. Because the challenge after you buy the home is not pre-approval. It's not improving your credit. It's running your household. Ask yourself if you're a first-time home buyer or want to become a first-time home buyer. Can you and do you manage your own home, your own business? I call it the business of Peter Padilla when I think about my world. Think about yours. Are you handling the business of John Doe very well? How about the business of Jane Doe? Have you got all your bills paid on time? Are you current on your uh, repairs and maintenance of your rental home? Have you got everything in order? Could you walk into becoming a homeowner without having to learn too many new things about how to take care of your personal business? If the answer is no, then maybe you need to work on your rental situation. Make sure you are living an independent lifestyle wherever you live as a renter and have the ability, the knowledge, and the experience to become a homeowner. One of the things I learned in the mortgage world when you're looking to become a homeowner for the first time is to compare your payment that you've been making up to this point for rent to your proposed payment for your house payment when you get a mortgage. A lot of people look at those two payments and they say, well, let's see, I'm paying 1200 a month now. I'm going to need to pay uh, 1320 on my mortgage payment. That's another 10% increase. So the question is, can you handle a 10% increase in your monthly expenses? Chances are you can. But if your rent is $1,800 a month now and you're looking to purchase a home that has all the payments on the mortgage, insurance, taxes, etc., at $2,700, guess what? That's a 50% increase in what you're paying now. You look at your paperwork, you look at your debt-to-income ratio, you look at it all and say, yeah, I can handle I can handle $2,700 a month. Even though I'm only paying $1,800 a month now, I have the income. It's all there. Well, when you get your loan application processed and the underwriter looks at this and she'll see or he'll see that you have current payment of rent, $1,800, proposed payment of mortgage, $2,700. Can they afford it? Well, they have a job here. They have this income here. They have this. So, yeah, on the on the paper side, as far as the income versus debts, yeah, they can manage it. But do you know that that underwriter is still going to have some concerns? Because even though you show that you can do it on paper, when we look at something called payment shock, that's another question. You see, payment shock is how much of a difference your rent payment is compared to your new proposed payment as a mortgage. When they see a payment shock of 50% increase, red flag, red flag. I'm not saying they're going to deny your mortgage. I'm just going to say say that's a red flag because it's a typical red flag for anybody, whether you're in a mortgage situation or not. If suddenly your housing expenses are going up by 50% for whatever reason, can you handle it? Are you going to be able to do it? It's big. It's a concern. You best have all your other ducks in a row because if your underwriter says she's concerned about your payment shock and you can say, yes, ma'am, but I have been saving to purchase a home for the last five years faithfully and now I have the down payment. Yes, I see your concern, ma'am, but although 
you're concerned about my ability to pay this increased payment. I have been planning for it. In fact, while I've been paying my $1,800 a month on my rent, I can demonstrate that I show a $900 per month deposit into my savings account. You see, I was wanting to get used to the new payment, so I made a payment of total $2,700, $1,800 for my rent, put another $900 in savings every month to verify so I could be comfortable knowing that. Underwriter's going to look at your bank statements and she's going to see those deposits of $900 a month for the last couple of months. And so when this is explained, there's a good chance that you can get through this scenario because you have all of your ducks in an order. You've even addressed payment shock. The truth is, though, most people would not be able to address payment shock. The reason is most people would not have been given heads up that you need to deal and be ready to explain the payment shock situation in your individual mortgage. We want everybody to know that you can manage this payment. So think about that yourself. You don't need to have a mortgage lender tell you this. I'm telling you right now. Analyze your payment shock when you're making a move from one place to another. Heck, I don't care if you're going from one rental to another or one rental to a purchase. You have to see how you're going to live in the future, and you have to be prepared to manage it. You see, it's all about succeeding with your ultimate goal, becoming a home ownership. And becoming a homeowner. And when you become a homeowner, when you want to become a homeowner, the typical advisor is going to tell you you need to make sure your down payment is ready and you need to make sure that your employment is ready and you need to make sure that you have the deposit ready and all of that is true. But what most lenders, most realtors don't tell their clients is this. You have to be mentally ready to live with this property. You have to be mentally ready to meet the obligations required to own this property and you have to be mentally ready for the long haul. There's a reason why most mortgages are for 30 years. Good reason. It usually takes that long to pay it off without too much pain in your life. Heck, if you could only get a 12-month mortgage on a, on a purchase of a residence, there'd be very few sales. And probably the prices would be different and the interest rates would be different. But get this. If you only had 12 months to pay on the purchase of a home, you, most people could never make it. Most people could not do it. So it's been spread out so that it's manageable, more comfortable. Heck, I even know some people, they were able to get 40-year loans. That means their payments per month are less. And so they can buy more home because the financing terms allow them to do that with a longer period to pay the money back. Still, we're talking long haul. So when you're moving into a home, you don't want to have to go through that whole process again. Yeah, you heard about it. People are living in their homes longer than they used to. It used to be three to five years. Now it's more like five to seven, even eight years. It's pretty common across the country that people stay in their homes. A lot of people say, well, it's just a trend in times. It's just changing times. Part of that is true, I believe, yes. But I think most people don't move anymore and don't buy a home as often as they used to. Because, let's face it, it's a hassle. It's tough. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of brain power, a lot of hours, a lot of time on the street, a lot of phone calls, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of viewing, a lot of showing. It's a hassle. So people just don't want to do hassle work 
anymore as often as they've done it in the past. You save yourself a lot of time and grief if you only buy your home and sell homes once every five to seven as opposed to two to three. It's not the cool, calm, pleasurable, let's say, experience that maybe it used to be. It's work. It's real work if you want to buy a home, and I don't care what your team looks like, how many realtors you have, how many lenders you have. It's work because you have to make the right decision. Make the wrong decision, and your entire life could change, and it could change for the worst. It's amazing what one bad million-dollar decision can do to a life. I don't want anybody to have those problems. That's why I'm urging you to take your time and really analyze the real estate market and your own head for what is right for you. What is the right time for you? What do I need to do? So many things to ask, and it's always different for different people, different times, different situations. Here's my suggestion. Give us a call anytime after this radio show, 775-223-3428. Our team of experts can help you determine if now is the right time to purchase a home or sell a home, refinance a home, or maybe just sit on the sidelines and wait for that right timing market. It's different for everybody. Sometimes you just need a little advice, a little guidance, maybe somebody just to talk to. We are here for you at Sage International. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. Visit sageintl.com. Next time on The Sherry Hill Show, I'm going to help you understand your money blueprint and why this money blueprint, more than anything, will determine your financial life. Tune in to The Sherry Hill Show Mondays at 1130 a.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m.